Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist, and if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. Trevor Woods here from the Block M Podcast and affiliate of the Fan First Sports Network. Previewing Michigan versus Minnesota today. Michigan's going to head up to Minneapolis a city they haven't lost in since 1977. Who knows what's going to happen this time around? The Golden Gophers come to this one at 3-2. and two. They won their first two games of the season, beating Nebraska 13-10, then picking up a victory against Eastern Michigan, then losing to North Carolina, then in overtime to Northwestern, got back on track last week against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, a 35-24 victory. Today I'm speaking with Ryan Burns, 24-7 Sports Gopher Illustrated. You can find him on Twitter, X, Ryan Burns, MN. How are we doing today, Ryan? I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me on to talk about the Little Brown Jug once again. Yeah, the Little Brown Jug. So let's start with that then since you mentioned it first. Obviously, this is a game that used to get played every season. 
Jim Harbaugh said that he had the Michigan team pretty much have a 45-minute history lesson a professor even brought in to talk about the Little Brown Jug game. And, you know, it's been going on over 100 years now, one of the longest rivalries in college football. My question to you is, has it maintained its importance up in Minnesota? Are the Minnesota players aware of it as well, uh, the fan base, etc.? Because, you know, times change. It's 2023 now. But uh, guys like us, uh, we certainly know about the Little Brown Jug. Yeah, well, I mean, you and I certainly do. And obviously, they, since they're not playing this game every year like it used to be in the 80s, 90s, and even the early 2000s, there, uh, I don't know that a ton of Minnesota players knew a ton about it, considering the last time these two teams played was in that COVID season. And before that, when fans were in the stands, it was 2017. And I'd guess that none of the current players on any of the teams were actually involved in that last game when fans were in the stands. So Minnesota coach P.J. Fleck talked about how on Tuesday they were going to have another history lesson, just like Jim Harbaugh did with his team about what the Little Brown Jug is about. And I would say certainly the older fans in the Gopher fan base, this means a lot more too than probably people under the age of 40. But it is certainly a, uh, a trophy that Minnesota would love to get back in their trophy case. Yeah, and even people like me, I'm 33 now. I'm a guy who grew up playing NCAA college football, and it always meant something to me to uh, get that little brown jug. So I'm looking forward to this one. Now let's talk about the Minnesota team and how their season's going to this point. As I said, 3-2 and two on the season. Uh, certainly have a bowl game in their sights at this point. Through five games, how would you evaluate where they're at i think fleck uh described it as about as well as you can in terms of they've had a whole season within the first five games of the season they start on the thursday night national television on fox they have a walk-off field goal um just a, a very crazy environment in that game they go to north carolina there's shots there minnesota doesn't hit them they end up losing by three touchdowns and then you have the northwestern debacle from a couple weeks ago whereas someone who was there in evanston it was even worse in person than what I imagine it was on Big Ten Network that night where Minnesota has a 21-point lead with 13 minutes to go and anything that could go wrong did go wrong, offense, defense, and special teams. They end up losing in overtime in the last week against what is probably going to be a, a Sunbelt Conference Championship contender in the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns. They were able to get back on track. But I would say I wonder what the – the hoopla for this game would be if Minnesota just holds on to a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter in Evanston, Illinois, and they're sitting 4-1 and one going against 5-1, and one, excuse me, 5-0 and oh Michigan. Now, I think that, obviously, you lost that Northwestern game, so you're a little bit behind schedule. Now, I thought Minnesota was only going to win seven games before this season. Some of that was how difficult the schedule was, including this game coming up this weekend, because I don't think it's hyperbole for me to say this might be the most talented team that P.J. Fleck has faced in his time at Minnesota. I think it's certainly a Michigan team that rivals, say, for my money, the 2018 Ohio State team that Minnesota uh, last played that I think would be as talented as this Michigan team with how well they're executing as well. So it's certainly going to be a difficult, uh, difficult challenge for Minnesota this upcoming weekend. And Fleck did say earlier this week that he views this Michigan team as one of the most complete Michigan teams that he's seen during the Jim Harbaugh era. 
Jim Harbaugh also had some good things to say about P.J. Fleck and this Minnesota team. He was saying they always fight hard, they never give up, uh, they battle through adversity. Would you kind of agree with that analysis that Harwell had towards Fleck and the Minnesota program, that it, they don't really matter who the opponent is, they're going to they're gonna show up and fight? Uh, the way they look at it, because I've heard it now for seven straight years, every single game, <laughs> every single week, whether it's yeah. the players, the coaches, the coordinators, they look at it as a one-game championship season. So last week they would say they were 1-0 and in the Louisiana championship season. And now they're trying to go 1-0 in the Michigan championship season. So I would say this. In their recent history of, of hosting, I would say, top 10 teams at Huntington Bank Stadium, you go back to 2019 Penn State. They were able to get that done uh, against Penn State in a national environment. You look at 2021 Ohio State when they let off the season with the Buckeyes. That game was tight into the third quarter, late third quarter, until Minnesota's all-world running back at the time, Muhammad Ibrahim, popped his Achilles, ended up going out for the game, and then the, the air was let out of the balloon. So there is a recent history that Minnesota is, is at least going to show up against a highly qualified opponent, one that is worthy of the number two team in the country ranking. So I think it's going to be maybe a little bit closer at times than maybe what Wolverine fans think if you just look at the Vegas line. It's absolutely crazy to me how time flies that this is P.J. Flex's seventh season in Minnesota. Wow. I've been covering Michigan since 2016. A guy who seemed like he was there for about 10 years, no longer the quarterback of Minnesota, Tanner Morgan. New quarterback, Michigan's going to see on Saturday. Jim Harbaugh said can run, has some wheels, legs to his game, and is improving as a passer. Could you evaluate Minnesota's quarterback situation? Yeah, Minnesota's got Ethan Kaliak Manis. That's how you enunciate it. Kaliak Manis. Ethan Kaliak Manis is their third year quarterback. Someone that I think is going to be going into either his 10th or 11th start for the Golden Gophers. But really, the way you kind of look at it, at least I do, it's his, his sixth game as the guy. You know, last year he came in at times when Tanner Morgan was in the concussion protocol, but this offense, this 2023 version, has been designed all around him and what his skill set does well. And you look at his game in terms of how it has kind of ebbed and flowed to start the season, it wasn't so good. Uh, an inexperienced quarterback that maybe the moment was a little bit too bright for at times, and it culminated in that North Carolina game where he completes 38% of his passes, misses some deep shots down the field that were wide open, would have really changed the scope of that game and he came out and said after that North Carolina game that it's the worst game he's ever played and that's never going to happen again and he's responded the last two weeks now again against Louisiana and Northwestern defenses respectively with 78% completion percentage four passing touchdowns one interception so he's been on the right track but make no mistake about it if Minnesota is going to have a shot in this game I have a very hard time believing it'll be because of their run game it's going to have to be Ethan Kaliak Manis is probably the game of his career thus far. So you don't anticipate a big day on the ground from a Minnesota rushing attack that's done pretty good this season. Got a guy in Darius Taylor, 532 yards, 6.1 yards per carry, four scores. Well, I think it also depends upon if Darius Taylor is ready to go. Uh, I think Michigan fans will remember him from last recruiting cycle when He's a Wald Lake Western kid, someone that Michigan offered during a senior season. Minnesota was able to hang on to him, and he didn't play in the first game. He had one carry for three yards, and since then, he had three consecutive games where he was named Big Ten Freshman of the Week. Uh, he got rolled up upon 
on his 31st carry against Northwestern, misses the Louisiana game last week. I don't know what his status is going to be for this upcoming game, especially considering I think Minnesota's going to side on the conservative side of things with a bye week just after this, this Michigan game. So I wonder if they just let him rest another week to get him ready for the rest of the Big Ten slate. But, I mean, I'll be straight with you. If Minnesota and Michigan are going to line up 11-on-11, Minnesota's offense versus that Michigan defense, Minnesota's probably not going to win that straight up, especially the front seven versus the Minnesota moving company. Uh, They're experienced up front. They're old, but they certainly don't have the twitch and the length that has made Michigan's defense so, so good to start the year. So I anticipate Minnesota trying to run the ball at times, but I'd be shocked if Cali McManus isn't throwing the ball 25, 30-plus times on on Saturday night. Now, defensively, Minnesota, just, just looking at the statistics, their their national rankings, passing yards allowed, they rank 77th. However, they have been opportunistic, been able to pick quarterbacks off in high frequency. They rank third in the nation in interceptions with eight. Could you talk about their pass defense, the good and bad of it? Yeah, it's been a weird year for Minnesota defensively because Joe Rossi had had this thing humming the last few years going into that North Carolina game. In game three, Minnesota had allowed 20 or fewer points in eight straight football games. And now in the previous three or in their last three games, they've allowed 24 or more points in each one of them. So what has changed? Uh, Drake May, turns out, he's really good. Throws for over 400 yards, and he's not going to miss a wide-open player if there is one. But allowing Ben Bryant, the Northwestern quarterback, to throw for nearly 400 yards and four touchdowns was inexcusable. Uh, Minnesota got a little bit more back on track last week in terms of going against that Louisiana offense that hadn't scored any less than 31 points, and they're all able to hold in the 24. Should have been 17, but a late touchdown in the fourth quarter there kind of skewed that. But Minnesota wants to do two things defensively. They want to stop the run, which is obviously going to be an interesting matchup between that Joe Moore award-winning offensive line and Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. But Minnesota's been pretty good at stopping the run. But then they want to limit explosive plays. That has been why Minnesota has allowed so many points in recent weeks, is there's been too many explosive plays both on the ground and through the air. So this is going to be a day where J.J. McCarthy is finding Rowan Wilson, or Blake Corm or Donovan Edwards are finding space, it might be a long day for Minnesota. But if Minnesota cannot allow explosive plays and make Michigan go 10, 12, 14 plays down the field to score points, that's where they want to be living. What about their rushing defense compared to their passing defense? I think they've been better of late. Uh, you certainly look at the way that they've, I think, more or less. I mean, they went against in North Carolina that that. North Carolina rushing offense going into that game, I think, was number one in college football in terms of EPA per rush. They had the Dope Walker running back of the week coming into that game, and Minnesota just manhandled North Carolina at the line of scrimmage and shut down anything resembling that. And I think that's kind of remained true the last couple of weeks where they've run into, I would say, uh, quarterbacks that are maybe a little bit more athletic, especially last week, and Zion Chris, who can extend plays with his legs. Now, obviously, J.J. McCarthy can do that, but... This is going to be their biggest test to date because, like I mentioned earlier, and just like you know, when you're going against a 2021 and 2022 Joe Moore award-winning offensive line, I know that it's not the same unit in 2023. There's been some ebbs and flows up front, I'm well aware, but it's going to be their biggest test to date. And so it's going to come down to can Minnesota continue to remain gap sound defensively, and then they're going to need a big game from their linebackers who have been struggling a little bit coming into this game. 
Minnesota, looking some more rankings. They rank third in the nation in fewest penalties. Turnovers gained, they rank 16th. Time of possession, they're right up there. They, they've been able to control the clock, rank 14th. Uh, these are some of the things I'm looking at that they're going to have to do to keep this one close. Can't turn the ball over. They have to turn the ball over, create some turnovers on defense. They have to chew that clock and eliminate some possessions for the Michigan offense. Uh, those are some of my predictions just based upon some of these stats. Do you have any predictions or prognostications for this one on Saturday, Saturday night? Yeah, I would say that, I mean, I've said this before already this week, but you just got to throw the kitchen sink in Michigan because it's going to be difficult, I think, to sustain drives if you're constantly running inside, mid, outside zone. I mean, you're just going to be behind the sticks, and that's not where you want to live against any defense, but especially one as good as Michigan. So I think Minnesota's got to be as creative as they've been all season. they got to show this Jesse Minter defense some some different looks that maybe they haven't seen so far, some plays that they haven't seen so far. But it's going to come down to when Nathan Kaliak-Manis gets two, three, or four shots down the air or 30-plus yards down the field, if you're going to pull an upset like this, you got to be hitting 100% on those, and you got to generate explosive plays. Uh, and that's what it's going to come down to for me, is if Minnesota can generate explosive game gains and score 17, 21, 24 points, and then flipped on the flip side, if you can figure out a way to limit Michigan's offense to field goals, which is a lot easier said than done, then this thing is going to get awfully interesting on NBC on Saturday night. But if you allow too many explosive plays on defense and you if you don't generate enough on offense, this thing could get pear-shaped in a hurry. So that's what I think it comes down to is which do you have more confidence in, Michigan's offense and defense generating the explosive plays, or does Minnesota bow up in front of the home home crowd on Saturday night? We're going to find out, and it's going to be a fun one up there in Minnesota once nightfall commences. Ryan, thanks for the analysis, expert analysis, great stuff from you. Would you like to tell the folks where they can find your stuff online, where to follow you on social media? Yeah, you can check my workout on GoForIllustrated.com or you can follow me on Twitter slash X or Ryan Burns MN up to the game here on Saturday. All right, and this has been Trevor Woods from the Block M Podcast and affiliate of the Fan First Sports Network, and I'll be talking to you all at the conclusion of Michigan, Minnesota for the Post Game Reaction Podcast. Take care. Until then, everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.